I'm in carnation where them cardinals at With them cardinals on their glove and the cardinal hat I'm in the cardinal sports zone spitting cardinal raps Say it C-A-R-D-X, let's go Play a cardinal game, get a cardinal store Welcome back to this week's edition of the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast Coming to you live from the Jamon Brown Foundation Studios I'm your host, Jeremy Wallman. Here with uh, here with the crew tonight. It's been a couple weeks, uh, as we told y'all last episode or in the episode before. We're going to come to y'all every few weeks, uh, you know, during the what we we call the dead period, which is into basketball to beginning of football. But here tonight, my supporting cast, Sam Bazin. What up? The eight star, uh, Aqua Navy chipper, Dalton Pence. Aqua Navy. I'm just trying to enhance. I'm using sentence enhancers. Sentence enhancer. I got a sentence enhancer. Uh, uh, calm down. Oh, oh, here we go. It's already a podcast. That's right. Oh, unbelievable. Thanks, Joey. Uh, y'all, y'all better not make me edit the podcast. Right? I'll be so angry. Joe, Joe Woman on the mic. The little hi, brother. Hi guys. Since I can't say what it do anymore. No, you. Oh, yeah, that's true. Sam barred you from saying that. <laughs> from little brother to the big snack, the oh. notorious H.I.G. Hello, folks. Hey, he said two words without eating his tongue. We're very, very proud of you. Higgy. He was out of ketchup. He didn't mean, <laughs> he didn't mean to. <laughs> I haven't had dinner yet. Wow. We, well, we let find me that scoop hard my to chair bl- over this way a little bit. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, he might try to gnaw my arm off. The, that's very I'm looking great. at your Dr. Pepper, and I might be one of the Dr. Bro, Pepper. Bro, it's, it's diet, basically. Ugh. It's never a, mind. You, you don't li- Can you He's never put a can on a, on a a coaster? No, it's dude. A, it, was, it was hanging off. I've seen it. It's like this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's like having your plate halfway off the table and then dropping your fork on the one end. And oops. <laughs> Unbelievable. Thanks, Sean. Speaking of Sean, Sean is th- – thanks for the crappy segue there, Higgy. <laughs> Speaking of Sean, he's not with us tonight. Uh, as you all know, we've been asking and requesting for a bunch of prayers here lately for for my dad who figured out a way to get released from the hospital today and immediately fall down at the house after he got home. Uh, the, the second person that we have been requesting prayer and thoughts for was Sean's niece, Angel. Uh, we here at CSZ and the CSZ podcast want to observe a moment of silence uh, after I complete the statement. Last Monday, we lost a member of the extended CSZ family. As most of y'all know by now, Sean's niece, Angel, had been battling major health issues for her whole life. Uh, a week ago today, she th- the fight did end, and she gained her, her wings, making her a true angel in every sense of her name. Uh, putting her in a better place. Uh, we want to send our love, thoughts, and prayers out to Lindsay, Kristen, Sean, and the entire Barber family. Uh, Angel was 17 years old, and we will observe that moment of silence for her right now. Okay, guys. Uh, again, Sean, Kristen, Lindsay. Y'all's mom to everybody. We love you guys. We're thinking about you. Uh, it, if you all will, on my Facebook page, on my Twitter, we have we have put out a very very uh, successful GoFundMe for the yeah. It's on Joey's as well uh, for the family. 
they still need a little bit more help. Uh, we still got some donations coming in as we speak. We appreciate everybody in Cardination giving what they can, no matter whether it was a few dollars or if some people gave a few dollars, some people gave a few hundred dollars. We uh, Real quick, I do want to shout these people out, and they did ask not to for us to make a big deal out of it, but I'm, I'm going to make a deal, not a huge deal. The uh, Ryan and Leslie Prather Foundation donated $1,414 to the GoFundMe. Uh, for those of you all that aren't familiar, those are the, uh, those, those, that's the mother-daughter, uh, one of the, the mother-daughter combos who, uh, she, they passed away last, I believe it was last summer, last, uh, coming uh, home from, uh, coming home from a volleyball tournament. Last in spring, yeah, from St. Louis. St. Louis. Kiva team. Yes, the Kiva team, and, uh, the, the dad, Terry, he, uh, either the dad or the uncle i'm not really sure i apologize uh but terry hit me up said hey we want to help you guys out and we got that so we want to thank you all thank everybody uh makai beckton gave higgy gave he took some of his lunch money out and gave and we appreciate that and 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 all of us here at the table did as well so um he's my brother am i doing anything for my brother well that is the cleanest sentence i've heard you ever say on that microphone so when hey, I'm take, working on it. Take that and roll with it. So now when you think about it, think about. Did you say roll? Yeah, I did. Oh, dinner rolls. <laughs> <laughs> did a light switch just like go off? I don't know what happened, but uh, but if you can help Angel, if you can help Sean, if you can help Lindsay, yeah. if you can help Kristen, if you can help the Barber family, go to go to our Facebook page. Go to the Twitter. It, it's on there as well. Uh, and help help if you can. It, it's it's never really easy to transition from sad news to a regular show, but we will give it uh, our best shot. And again, thank you all for all those that have donated so far, and for those of you all that will donate in the future. Uh, had a little bit of basketball news happen the last few weeks. Of course, this is old news by now, but we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it because this guy meant a lot to our program last year. Uh, again, this happened. Uh, about a week ago, and I know you're going to go into the song. But about a week ago, week ago, Carleek announced that he was. I don't know that song. He was. You don't know that? Yes, you do. If you heard it, you would know it. Yeah, you'd know it if you heard who it. Who sings it? Bobby Schmurda. <laughs> I don't even know who Bobby <laughs> Schmurda is. Is he? Is he friends with uh, Lil Bootsy? Little homie Pistol Web. I don't know, but uh. <laughs> But anyway, Carly Jones, he, he is signed with the agent. He is going to try to make it in the NBA draft. Uh, best of luck from those of us here at CSE to Carly. We hope you crush it at the Combine. Um, there's been rumors. Here, here, here's the, not a, Like I said, not a lot on the basketball side. There's been rumors that we will lose another guy. The only thing that I can tell you is that I'm still waiting on, on my guy to hit me back. He was with the basketball team this weekend for Derby. Uh, so as soon as I find out about it, it'll probably be old news by that point, honestly, because if we're recording every two weeks, that defection that may or may not happen will have occurred by the the time that uh, that we record next. But just, you heard it here. Th- there's a possibility for another defection. And also – You heard it here. There's a possibility that we don't have another defection. There's also a possibility – You heard it from me right here. Right here you heard Walmart. it from – Jeremy Wallman right now. Joe Wallman. Uh, Jeremy Wallman says that. Joe Wallman, 526. Jeremy underscore CSZ says that we may or may not lose somebody. No, no, I have been told we are going to lose somebody. And then the next day I was told, 
yeah, it may or may not. And then the next day it was, we're going to. So uh, take that as you will. There's a possibility we lose one more guy. And the, the, the coaching search, the search uh, for the, the assistant, co- uh, assistant coach for Louisville is coming to a close. And the only thing I can tell you about this is that the guy has an international flag. It's, it's not the Brennan guy from Cincinnati. Thank, Thank God. God. Uh, no offense, Coach Brennan. But uh, it, it's a guy that I've, I've never heard of before. Uh, he does have a lot of experience. Uh, I think FIBA experience. I, I can't. G League as well. G League as well. So uh, I think it's going to be a good pickup for us. I don't think it's the home run hire that everybody hoped we get. Could be. But, it, it, yeah, it, it very well could be. Uh, but that's all we have for basketball right now. We do have some stuff in the rapid fire. Maybe we should have just thrown this stuff in with it. Uh, football recruiting, we had a kind of a big week, Sam. We got Popeye. Uh, we got a commitment from Popeye, not the sailor man or the guy that has the the, the spinach. You know, I got my Was that the- Popeye's. Never do that again. <laughs> did, did, that ain't how it goes, I know, but well, I can just see the guy singing it right now. I got my <laughs> No, you <laughs> definitely. God dang. Caillou, oh sit over there and stop. Caillou. Uh, I don't know why. I, I don't know why I'm calling you that because I have such an unhealthy disdain what's for the, Caillou. What's the dude from Jackass? What's his name? What uh, the ever, lead guy. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Knoxville. Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville, the why, ringer over here. Why would you call me Caillou? <laughs> we we may end our, our that may have just Kai, ended our can career. I ask why Kai used first I, name on the mind? Well, because you look like him. No, I do not. You absolutely look like Caillou if he had muscle kid. definition and Kai hair. He's a bald kid. Well, I mean, I can't help you look like a cartoon. I'm just kidding. I'm messing I'm with you. I'm pretty sure Caillou's got like a pretty bad illness. <laughs> no, he doesn't. That's what people say. Doesn't he have a round head? Yes. <laughs> I got I got a bean head, dude. <laughs> oh, I said I said what I said. No. I can see it. No, you cannot. I can see <laughs> it. Go get glasses. I have them. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, get, go get better glasses. We got a commitment from Popeye. He's the second <laughs> commitment. He joined or the third commitment actually. He joins Caleb Johnson and Jacquez. Is it Jacquez or Jacquez? Correct. I'm asking Sam. He is our official I'm pronunciation not- expert. Go ahead. What's his last name? <laughs> you give me Turner? the pronunciation. Yeah, we got Jay Turner. Jay Turner. Quiz. Um, what I no, I'm not going to do I'm that. I'm just going to call him Quiz. What I will say about uh, Mr. Turner, he played at Southern. He's the guy that played at Southern Miss, defensive yeah. tackle, all conference. He did not play last year. He sat out a season. Uh, so there are some concerns about him being able to come and perform at the ACC level. But give us a little bit of uh, info about Caleb. Uh, is it Caleb? Uh, Kaleeb Johnson. I, I said I Caleb. I should have let uh, Higgy pronounce his name. And Jaquez Turner. Caleb Johnson. <laughs> That's a, Higgy, say his name real quick for us. Kabob Johnson. That's not Higgy. I said Higgy. I'm trying to find his name on the sheet here. Kaleeb. <laughs> Kaleeb Johnson. Well, you just heard Sam say it, so that's not Kaleeb fair. Kaleeb Johnson. But anyway, okay. okay um, this guy. So we we got a commitment, uh, our quarterback from uh, Alabama. Um, I really love this commitment for the one, mainly because I think the quarterback should always be the head start for your classes because he should he is usually going to be the leader of your team. So I I think Johnson 
is going to be a leader in, for Louisville in a few years to come. But I love his arm strength. Um, he's one of those kids that can really, really throw the deep ball and is accurate with it as, as well. He has a nice touch on his deep ball. And the way that he throws it, he, he throws it mostly to a spot where either his receiver can catch it or it's going to be incomplete. It's, it's not going to be an interception. He, he gives the DBs little to no chance at interceptions. I also love the fact that he, he's a quick thinker. Uh, we've seen in Coach Satterfield's offense that sometimes to get the well, most times he wants that ball get out of there real quickly to the playmakers so that they could get the ball in space and like a 2-2 Atwell and uh, Butler, the Butler kid, Jordan Watkins. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Sean. But anyway, um, so I, I think that's one of, one of his traits right there too. I love and he gets the ball on you quick. He has a really really live arm, so it, it's not he could fit it into tight windows. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and so but uh, another trait that I, I love, love going to tight windows. <laughs> <laughs> another trait that I love that he has as a junior is the ability to move the defense with his eyes and his head. Um, usually you see you see quarterbacks struggle at the collegiate level moving the defense around, manipulating the defense. He's doing that already as a, as a junior. So I can I only expect that that will get better um, once he comes into Louisville. And also he's a dual threat, so he can pull it down and run, and he's real decisive when it runs. And I love the fact that he he gets out of bounds. He doesn't try to take the extra hit. He preserves his body. Right. So hopefully we can have a healthy quarterback uh, for an entire season. That seems to be the way we – I was talking about this with, I believe it was uh, Steve earlier. The, our last four quarterbacks, if you think about it, our last four starting quarterbacks, Teddy Bridgewater, Lamar Jackson, uh, Malik Cunningham, and now uh, we're, what we're assuming, Caleb jo- – or Mikael Cunningham, whatever. And now Caleb Johnson. Uh, again, I don't know how to – I may be pronouncing that incorrectly. I don't do it like some people and just pronounce it wrong anyway. All that dual threat. I do miss the days of having a pro style guy back there like Chris Redman, even a oh Brian, God, Brom. Brian Brom, Will Gardner. Will Gardner. That's who I was thinking of. Even Hunter Cantwell too. Hunter Kyle, Cantwell. Kyle Bowen was even. Kyle Bowen, and I know that kind of to, to the people out there that know that I'm a smart aleck. They're probably thinking, "Oh, you put all the white quarterbacks at pro style, and you put all <laughs> all of the non-white quarterbacks at dual threat." But uh, that was not intentional. That Puma was just, Pass, Puma Pass was the other one I, I just left out as well. But actually, I would consider him pro style. I wouldn't consider yeah, him dual no, threat. No, that's what I, I was saying. Dude. Oh, okay. I oh, thought I thought you were telling me to add Puma to the dual threat side, like Puma Pass. Yeah. Okay. Pocket. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do miss the pro because those were that, those quarterbacks were the ones that put up fifty points a game. Stephen Lafers as 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 energetic and awesome as Lamar and Teddy were. I kind of and, and I don't I don't think Teddy was that much of a dual threat no, quarterback. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Until but he the wasn't last really a pro games. style quarterback either. I don't know what you would really consider him L- he, a baller. He, he should uh, a baller. Uh, he a, a goat. Been, he should have been a dual threat. I think Charlie Strong just wanted to protect. B A M F. But he, he the last couple of games, he did. You did see him run the ball a little bit, especially in my was that uh, the Russell Athletic Bowl. He, he ran Miami. it when he needed to run it, yeah. and only when he needed. I to remember run. it was like third and twelve versus Cincinnati, Cincinnati oh, and he had that first backwards down. first down. He got. Yeah. Oh, that was a real quick. Before we go on to something else, uh, because we just talked about this, 
from at Reddit CFB, the termination letter from Cincinnati to former basketball head coach John Brandon states that, among other things, he bribed players not to tell compliance issues. Um, so so yeah, you can't we already had guy. compliance issues. And no. he bribed the players not to tell about the compliance yeah, issues. There's no way he comes here. So his uh, grounds for termination were deliberate and serious violation of willful refusal to di- diligently perform in good faith and or failure to diligently perform material duties in Section 2 of the agreement, specifically under whatever those sections are. Secondly, intentionally, negatively, and materially imp- uh, impacting the welfare of one or more student-athletes. The third point is engaging in conduct that is seriously and materially prejudicial to the best interests of the university, the le- athletic department, and or the men's basketball program, which is seriously and materially contrary to the universal university's educational mission. Um, you're required to return all univers- university property no later than the close of business on Wednesday, April 14, 2021. This includes the key to your desk, file cabinets, and any other facilities you have access to, your courtesy car, the university credit cards, your ID badge, your parking pass, decals, and any and all other UC-owned property not listed above. Damn so they should get hey. hammered, right? When they fire someone, they really fire so, someone. No, no, they should, get, they should get hammered, right? So they fired him with calls saying like he was helping cover up Compliance issues, right? So they should get hammered. They should. I mean, they fired him. Good for them. That's what we did, right? We 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 cleaned house. Yeah, a little too well, little too late. Well, thank, they're thank not good, us though. Thank goodness. Yeah, they're though. not <laughs> thank, thank goodness that we did not get that hot mess express on board here at Louisville. As I stated, those, those uh, rumors died down pretty quickly after the uh, storm. Uh, Sam. Let us uh, fill us in. Let's get back to football. Jacquez Turner. Well, with um, Goldwire leaving, um, I think we have Desmond Tell is our defensive tackle now, and I'm drawing a blank on the other name. But, Henry uh, Bryant. There you go. Uh, so we, we do need some experience, and with Jacquez coming in here, he has the strength. He has some speed, too. He, has, he, can, he can rush the posture from that nose tackle, defensive tackle position however you want to call it. Um, so look for him to bring experience along that line, uh, a much-needed experience, and, of course, is always key to add some depth as well. So We have – I forgot where I saw it, but, man, they listed our D-line in the amount of ne- – like, we have so much depth at the D-line spot uh, position, it's ridiculous this year, and that's something that we have – it's been a while since maybe Ch- uh, Charlie Strong's been here since we've had some quality depth. But I think a lot of our depth is like on the defensive ends area. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Remind yeah, me yeah. to tell y'all about that text when we get off the air. Um, of course, I already know that that I shouldn't have said. That. But anyway, remind me to let y'all know what's going on with that. Anyway, so we did again. We we got Popeye on Derby Day Saturday. Yeah. What what's your card for those that are not familiar with Popeye? What's your coordination? Uh, give us some comparisons to Cardinals of the past. What what do you think uh, we can expect from him? What? Other than real quick, I've been hit up by a couple of coaches while we're recording, uh, asking you know, hey, is there anything I can talk about on the show that we've talked about? And one of them specifically said, Popeye is already like turning heads within the program. He's not even on, as far as I know, he's not on campus. 
So apparently they've had some Zoom calls and they've went fantastic. So that that is all that I'm allowed to share about that. But as far as on the field, who who does he remind you of? Watching the film, um, the closest comparison I came to came with was Lozo Lorenzo Lorenzo Malden, okay. and it's just basically okay. off of his man. He's ex- not just explosive. But, I mean, it's like he times the snap count every single time. That's how quickly he gets off the ball. And most times uh, offensive tackles don't even have a chance of even trying to block him. And so before you know it, he's in the opponent's backfield running down quarterbacks, sometimes running down running backs. So I love the fact that he is really fast, but he's just not a a speed rusher. Uh, He does have a lot of strength with him. He can go ahead and he can bull rush you right into the the lap of the uh, quarterback. So Luva's going to get a special player in Popeye, and I think he's here when he comes on campus. I think he'll be vying for playing time day one. I don't I don't think there's any way um, they just redshirt him just because um, because he, he's that type of talent. I don't even think he stays a three-star. I think he somehow down the line with a normal season, I think he moves up into that four-star rating area. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I do want to mention real quick something else I am, I believe, at a liberty at liberty to say. Uh, a lot of people – so our, our recruiting wish list right now, from what I gather, the, the t- some of the top names are Trey Donaldson. Uh, D- uh, Dalton's going to tell you a little bit about Trey Donaldson here in a few minutes. Jalen White, big set, love this kid's game. Uh, absolutely hope he's one of the guys. But the hot name that everybody's been talking about <laughs> – is local superstar, yes, sir. Selah Brown. What I'm being told is the next two to three weeks are uh, important for this recruitment. That within the next three weeks, that that we should know something either way. Uh, and I, I trust this source implicitly, so I, I will go ahead and go on record as saying we'll hear something about Selah within the next two to three weeks, but. Man, the, the the kid. There's definitely things about his game that I wish were better. There, there's also some that I don't think he could be better at. So, uh, there definitely some things that I believe that he needs to work on to be able to get the nod over some of these other guys that were recruiting at his position. But when you get a hometown hometown talent that's four or five star that is interested in your school, you have. It don't matter if you've got four players, one player. It doesn't matter that you feel like are better than the kid. You've got to get that kid at Louisville. Just back like like back in '96, you had four star Lavelle Boyd coming out of Dallas High School. You had four star Scott Ford, and Louisville didn't necessarily think that either one of them love my guys, but didn't think either one of them were, were going to even get on the field. Scott did not get on the field. Lavelle's all over the top ten receiving record books at Louisville. So that just goes to show you. Uh, how that how that could you know positively roll uh, as is, but you know it's you got to get Selah Brown at least to say Louisville's top three. Um, if things go well within the next few weeks, I do anticipate Selah Brown becoming a Louisville Cardinal. And I think me and Dalton would go further. We you can't just have top three. I think we me and Dalton and agree. You got to have them commit. Like, he's got to be in your class in this year. 
I don't know, and I know okay. he he we are short on scholarships, ten to twelve. I think is what we, we are said. very. We are going sat said in the press conference last week. We are going to use ten to twelve scholarships. So and and I know and I know with ten to twelve you can't really miss. No, you got to hit home runs with every commitment. The, all, all singles, at least. Yeah, no, no doubles at least. Okay. Not even singles. Forget that. Okay. So, um, but I mean, I don't know. Dalton might have more to say. So about you're it telling me though. that if if we get like a five star, you wouldn't take the five star guy that's got Alabama, Oregon, and Penn State in his top three over Selah Brown, who's who's got Louisville, West Virginia, would, and Illinois. But you're forgetting the most important part. We aren't getting the five. No, 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 no. no that, that's absolutely right. But and that's no knock on Selah. Like, I I love Selah. I think for the last um, up until recently, when it was looking a little gloomy, every single episode of the Cardinal Sports Zone has ended. Yeah. Court Dennison is the man. Recruit Selah Brown, and this has been the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. Right. I don't know why I go into that. Right, I'm done. Douchey uh, <laughs> uh, wrestler inter. Uh, inter- the Cardinal Sports Hub Podcast. I don't know why I go into that voice at the very end, but I do. But, no, I'm, I'm a big fan of Selah Brown. I do think there are things, uh, which, by the way, man, Ricky Barber, did he, he left Western. I don't know where he ended up at. We had a shot at him. Uh, both parties spoke. It, it wasn't like – it wasn't – there was a mutual agreement that it, was, it wasn't his best fit here. But that, Ricky Barber is going to be a kid. I'm telling y'all right now, y'all will he will be drafted. He phenomenal talent, and the fact that we missed out on him is it's going to be our loss, I believe, truly. But twice, yeah, twice. But no, Selah, I believe, will, can be a force to reckon with here. But like, you're going to. Here's the thing. Let's say we don't, we don't, we don't offer, we don't. He doesn't have a committable offer from Louisville, which I'm not saying he does or don't. Let's say he ends up going somewhere else. If we bring in a five-star that's got that final th- – if we bring in a three-star that's got a decent offer sheet and we win ten games this year, ain't nobody going to ever think about Selah Brown ever again. Unless you're friends with him like Dalton is, unless you know him, you're not going to think about uh, – like I'm not thinking – if we win ten games, I'm not going to go back and be like, man – Remember that whole recruiting class that was from the city of Louisville that went to Kentucky two years ago, and only one of them still on the team. Like we've already forgotten about half of those anyway. Uh, no, a couple of them still uh, from, are. from Kentucky. No, you said no. I said you Kentucky. Forgot about him. I said I Kentucky. Now he's, 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 trying to, he's trying to say forgot about him. So who? Yeah, forgot about him. Yeah, yeah. Forgot yeah, about yeah. who? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was going with. Who? <laughs> uh, but no, win, winning cures everything, and uh, we all know that. Um, so, so Dalton, really quick, and I know I, I know that we've taken up a lot of th- we we're about eight sentences, uh, about eight lines on our shot sheet, and we're twenty seven minutes in, so we're gonna have to. We're making good time. Today. We are. Uh, we're gonna have to, you know, edit this down a bit. But can you tell us a little bit about Trey Donaldson and Jalen White? I can breeze through it. Let's wrap up on Sale, though. I think um, being a high character, high character kid from your backyard, yeah. outside of Michael Bush, this may be. Mills top recruit since the early 2000s. So, I mean, this, this is a big deal for the city. And there's a lot of big-time talent to come out of Mail. But yeah. uh, that's a conversation for, you know, for Another a different day. But li- I agree. These next two, three weeks are going to be very, very important uh, in terms of whether or not Louisville will be on that final list or not. Um, Troy Donaldson, Jalen White, both are safeties um, but couldn't play any more different. Um, 
I know that you, I believe you were were you on the presser as well with Set. Yeah. Okay. So um, you know, you remember the for those who didn't see uh the CSZ post or anything about that press conference, uh, Sat talked about safety being probably the biggest position of need after addressing the defensive line with the ad- addition of uh Mr. Turner from Southern Miss, um, and that will kind of trickle down into the um the 2022 class as well. He's looking to take four to five defensive backs, which is honestly half the class. So, yeah. I mean, that, that just goes to show you, you know, how well they prioritize their – both these guys definitely are probably going to be takes, obviously. Donaldson's a high, you know, four-star guy, top 300 in the heart of Florida down in Tallahassee. It's going to be an uphill battle. When you look at Trey Donaldson and how well he's got those ball hawk, you know, it factor skills, think of Calvin, you know, Calvin Pryor being a guy, you know, just anywhere on the field, when the ball's up in the air, you expected to see Calvin Pryor near it. And that's kind of a a trademark um, trait that I see in Trey Donaldson. Jalen White's a little bit of a different um, animal in the sense of, um, you know, we got two guys just like him last year in Jalen Alderman and TJ Quinn. Very, very hard-hitting guys that hopefully will fit the James Sample mold that uh, the Cardinals were able to use in the uh, the mid-2010s. Um, and if he turns out anything like that, you were in for a, a good treat. I think, you know, hard-hitting and being able to, you know, blow up plays in the backfield with just, you know, an explosiveness that you just can't teach, I think that there that's where Jalen White really makes his money. And um, in camps, I think he's really going to start to, you know, rise up some, you know, recruiting rankings just with that explosiveness. So, very polarizing skill sets, but that's really something that could um, go a long way if the cards were able to land both. Do you think that uh, that Jalen White is their backup plan if they don't get, or do you honestly think they'll take both? Because um, I, I, I have a feeling that, and, and nobody's told me this, so before y'all go cray-cray on the internet, nobody's told me this, but you kind of get the feeling. I, I'll be honest with you, I did not know they were both safeties. I, I knew Jalen White was, but for some reason I thought Dre was just a corner, or Trey was just a cornerback. So, uh now I'm kind of getting the feeling that maybe Jalen White's the backup plan. Um, I wouldn't necessarily go as, go as far as saying that just because they are looking at four to five guys to fill those roles. Um, some some of these guys you got to remember will come in as safeties and you know either fill out as outside linebacker because of the system they run or switch to cornerback. I think that that's kind of been a big right. um, trademark card position. Yep. What you know, Brian Brown and Court Dennison have preached versatility. Well, th- this is you know the making of that. You know, guys come in as safeties. Maybe they don't end up as safeties. So I think another name we need to focus on is Jordan Allen, that uh, mm-hmm. high three, low four star guy out of um, Louisiana. It lo- you know LSU just ended up with the uh, the number one safety in the class. They don't necessarily have a need for safety. That would be the team that I would really would have watched out for in his recruitment with being from the Bayou. But um, now that they seemingly are out of the picture, I think it, it's an open game for Louisville. And um, he's shown that I think we're in his final six. So I think, honestly, it's probably Trey Donaldson and maybe you know Allen up at that 1A, 1B. But with Jalen White quickly at the, as, the, as the 1C, because like I said, there's no priorities really in terms of, uh, you know, okay, he's our backup, he's our third, because they're right. going for four to five guys. So I think all three, I mean, you could take all three and just have a day. Absolutely, and uh, you know what what they're doing at Louisville. Coach Cooper, hit the energy he's bringing uh, to pump up guys like like uh, Coach Brown and Coach Dennison. I've seen a difference in them since he's got there. As far as how now, don't let's not get it twisted. They were always very animated to begin with, but he's kind of br- brought out this inner beast with them that that I love. I love to see. 
Uh, and these guys are really, really preparing our – I feel like they're preparing our young men uh, for the next stages of, our, of their career, which is the NFL. Uh, speaking of the NFL, we had over the weekend also, we had the NFL draft. We had two guys. Now, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Everything that I saw and everything in my heart and mind thought that Javion and Tutu were going to be drafted and that Dez was going to be an undrafted free agent. When I went on the ESPN website, I was telling uh, Joey this earlier, or maybe it was yesterday, they let you do a mock draft where you could draft out every pick of all seven rounds. Des Fitzpatrick wasn't even a selection. There were 35 wide receivers. He wasn't on the list at all. Now, you could either do an automated draft or you could do it just individually. You could do it yourself. Um, I told you all Friday morning, I was like, oh, I got uh, – Two two to was it two two or Javian to the Chiefs? It was two two. I think it was two two the Chiefs and Javian somewhere else and Des undrafted. Uh, all the mock drafts I'd looked at had Des undrafted, but Des jumped up big time uh, to be drafted by the Titans. Two two was a, uh, a very early day two selection and uh, second second round pick by the Rams. Uh, Des was fourth round, correct? Yeah, and very early day three. Yeah, he it was it was like fourth, one of the fourth pick of the fourth round. Absolutely, yeah. I remember we. Uh, oh, that was Derby Day, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we were out there cooking and had the TV on. I was like, oh crap! I didn't expect to have to to write a story this quick or to to get the story ready this quickly uh, for Des. I thought I had a little bit more time. And then after, the, so uh, Javian, Jared Goldwire, Marlon Character, Dorian Ethers, they all signed uh, undrafted free agent deals. Javian. And Dorian Etheridge went to the Falcons, which I, I really love that fit for both of them. Uh, Jared Gowire, he went to the Chargers. Yes, sir. And uh, and Marlon Character went to the Chiefs. Yep, yep. So the question I have for you all, and again, not to get into too much detail because we are uh, – this was not meant to be a detailed answer, but uh, Higgy, we'll start with you, and I'll probably regret doing that. Which of the guys, Tutu, Dez, Javian, Jared, Marlon or Dorian, which one of them ends up having the best career? I would say Des Fitzpatrick, just because you look at what the Titans have done this offseason, they really haven't didn't sort in Corey Davis again, and they didn't re-sign A.J. Brown. So Des has a great shot to be their number two or number one receiver. A.J. Brown is, is in Tennessee. Yeah. I thought I got released. No. 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 Okay, then no. I'm losing it. Sorry. But well, that's I, right. saying, no, I just want to make sure you knew that. Yeah. So you AJ Green? Your, You're thinking about Corey Davis. He's still with the Jets now. Yes, but I'm saying yeah, Des, Des will probably be their number two receiver. Yeah, this their fourth year, round so. pick uh, just got arrested. So he's just went up on the depth chart. Yeah. So I think Des Fitzpatrick. Oof. Joey? Najee Harris. No. Uh, the Louisville guys now. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, I, I, I'm with you there. <laughs> In the mic. I'm looking at the list, and then oh. I'll come over. And they can, <laughs> trust me, they can hear me. That's true. I'll go with 2-2, two, two and I'm not going to go into it. I'm just going to take a guess. 2-2. Two, two. All right, Dalton? Yeah, I think uh, we're going to go Dez. I think, um, you know, like Higgy said, the opportunity matches, and if it's not Dez, it's 2-2 two, two by a slim, very, very slim margin. Okay, what about you? I'm going to go character. <laughs> Why is that? Because he's a chief. Just not just that. Um, he was great. He was great in mind to mind coverages, especially bump mind. And you know, uh, Spagnolo likes to play mind to mind coverage. And I think um, Baker, the uh, third, fourth string 
cornerback last year, Torres ACL, so he'll be out. So uh, Marlon has a chance to go ahead and uh, insert himself into that, make that lineup. I do think this will be one of our more successful uh, NFL career classes in a while because I fully expect Dorian to, to contribute in Atlanta, a uh, character to com- to uh, contribute in, in Kansas City. Uh, Jerry Goldwire, I think, is a, a beautiful selection for the Chargers, but my pick's going to be JV and Hawkins. Yep. And I don't necessarily think that it's the way that you all are thinking, I'm thinking. I think he'll be a fantastic third down back, and he will return some kicks and punts and be kind of a Dante Hall type player. You you know a lot about Mr. Hall there, yep. uh, Sam. But I do want to say this. Uh, for for six years, I, I, I have had the honor and pleasure of covering Des Fitzpatrick and knowing Coach Fitz. Uh, we've had him on the show before. Six? Great dude. Yeah, because Des actually committed, decommitted, then recommitted. Okay. And I met his dad before he committed the first time. Gotcha. So uh, – one of the best families. I mean, Coach Fitz is just amazing, awesome dude. I'm, I'm so happy for Dez. I was putting together everybody's stat packages, and here, here, here's where Dez finished on the all-time list, surprisingly. Uh, his 16.8 yards per catch average tied for fourth all-time. His nine touchdowns in 2017 uh, was seventh all-time for a single season, tied for seventh. His 21 touchdowns was tied for fifth all-time. His 154 career receptions was ninth all-time. And he ended up with 2,589 receiving yards, which was good for sixth all-time. And this man was held, uh, in my opinion, no. Yeah. no, Yes, he was. No, he, did y'all know he had like 800 yards receiving last year? Would you have ever guessed that just off top? It's nuts. He, he, I, I, he was his criminally freshman year was, was – I, I thought this guy was going to go down as one of the like one of the best receivers in school. His, in, he yeah, is. already is, but like he, he's top ten of all so, time now. Like, but he yeah, he's top 10 he had right the right. opportunity. His freshman in, in junior year ended up being the years that hindered him because his sophomore year, I think that was twenty seventeen. Was the twenty eighteen year when? So he had nine touchdowns as a freshman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, red he was a freshman. He was okay. close to setting the all-time right. He was record. a redshirt freshman, yes. right? That's yeah. why it was six years because he was here for five. Yeah, he was here for five. But uh. You put those two seasons, you take those two seasons out of the, or you, you give him the stats, even average out the stats. Here, here's a little math I did. If you give him the same stats as freshman year as a sophomore year and the same stats as junior as a senior year, he he's top three all the time in every category. Wow. Every category. His yards per catch may not have ended up top three because that's a – the fact that he averaged 16.8 throughout his career just and it nice. being a four-year career, that's that's phenomenal. But And that's after you look at Tutu's, Tutu's stats as well because, man, that, that kid, he only played here two, two years, right? No, I'm sorry. It was a bad pun. That's Sean's thing and he's not here. That was whack, whack. I'm sorry. That was whack, Harlow. Do you, hey, by the way, Sean completely shaved off his beard and his he no longer looks like Froto. He he shaved everything. He came over to 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 hang out yesterday for a few, and I almost didn't reckon. I thought he was about to sell me car insurance when he walked up my driveway. Uh, I guess I thought not. he was about to ask you about your extended warranty. I thought he was. I thought he was the actual extended <laughs> warranty Sir, you, guy. Are you aware of your outstanding student loans? Single ladies at your wedding? Hey, uh, there will be a few. Yes. Well, then I think I need to. Help One of them is his fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Just messing with you, buddy. <laughs> but, 
but uh, but nevertheless, go to Cardinal people. Go to go to CardinalSportsZone.com. <laughs> We've got all kinds of breakdowns on Tutu, Javian, Dez, Marlin, uh, Dorian, and Jared. There. We've got a lot of great news this week. Uh, I broke them down a little bit more today. I broke them down last week prior to and after their selections. Go there. Check those things out. Uh, before we get to the second part of the show, let's talk a little bit about some of our sponsors. Shack in the Back Barbecue out in Fairdale, 3633 BBQ. Some of the best turkey ribs, pulled pork. Their, their, their Alabama white lightning sauce, I believe it's called, is fantastic. Give them a try. Ask for Miss Barber and tell them Cardinal Sports Zone sent you. Derby City Lawn and Landscaping. Rob's out there hitting the hitting the, the lawn mowing season, and he would be glad uh, to hear from you. 502-773-5757. And my man Chris Williams out of Four Pegs Beer Lounge, 634-1447. Uh, dude's been killing it with his specials lately. I'm trying to talk him into coming out here to Cooper Farms. One day. Whatever day he comes out here to do the food truck, we will record that night, and we'll go up there and try to get some words from him. Awesome sponsors we have for the summer session here. We really do appreciate it. Uh, let's get to a little bit of baseball now. Uh, I told you all we're going to slide head first into the end of the show, second half of the show. I apologize. Uh, since we last spoke, uh, the baseball cards went to Lexington uh, and played the blue balls and smacked them around 12-5. to 5. We had top 15 pit last weekend, but it was canceled Due to COVID, and then this weekend the cards were crushed by Clemson. The only the thirteenth series lost today in ACC history for Louisville. They had never been swept in the ACC until yesterday's conclusion of the game. And per Kelly Dickey, it's the first conference sweep in almost ten years since Seton Hall swept us three zero May the fifth, uh, two thousand and one. So impressive stat there. Um, baseball cards got to get it together. We got we got North Carolina coming up. We got Vanderbilt tomorrow. We got Miami. Who else do we have, Higgy? We got Miami, North Carolina, Vanderbilt. We got one more tough conference season. Is it Duke? I said season, but I'm at series. I'm looking it up, but I'm pretty sure it was Georgia Tech, wasn't no, it? No, we we've already we lost. That was what we lost that series at the beginning of this year. But I'll let Higgy get to that while I'm talking about the next thing. Kroger donated $3 million towards a new baseball practice facility. Picks are up on the website. It looks amazing. For those of you all that have been baseball fans of Louisville that have been there from the day day one of of Coach Mack's tenure here, you all know how far the parks got came from day one. This makes it look like a legit pro park. Uh, Higgy? So Vanderbilt tomorrow. Duke, and then at North Carolina the following weekend. And, and then, then Miami. At, yep. That's what I said. Uh, it was Duke. Yeah. Yeah, it's li- literally what I said. Um, but So, baseball teams got to uh, got to get it together, man. We got some guys coming back from injury uh, that we hope uh, – pitchers that we hope are going to help turn this tide. Louisville got a bit of a bad break with Pitt uh, going on the COVID pa- – we had the COVID pause because of – well, not really a pause – the series was canceled. We were on a hot streak. The bats were heating up, and then we just didn't play for nine days and then got uh, pimp slapped by Clemson. So uh, I feel like we can turn it around. I feel like we can win two out of these next three series and, and be in a good position for regionals. 
uh, and hosted a Super Regional. So, yeah, good luck to the baseball cards. We will be following you all just as intensely as we always do. Just to let you all know, we heard y'all's feedback about the jokes last week and how much y'all liked them. So we're not going to do that this week. Isn't that right, Belly Manilow? I thought you had Belly uh, Belly Furtado over here. I'm going to slap the Belly Furtado out of you. Okay, I'm done. Our Belly. Anyway, moving on. Belly Oubre. Belly Oubre. Belly I know he stole, He tried to steal something off of my nose. This man's looking up stats, looking like Belly Dicky over here. Oh, Belly Dicky over here. That, that, I might have to edit that out. That sounds kind of nasty. <laughs> Uh, let's head to the rapid fire, though. Teddy Bridgewater heading out to be a Denver Bronco. That's awesome. Uh, also, since we last met, Cahill Fennell named our other assistant coach. Well, the first assistant coach. We were talking about the second position earlier. Um, somebody hit me up on Twitter and was like, hey, r- remind everybody of this. Belly Clarkson. And Belly Clarkson over here. Um, you know anybody else named Clarkson? Uh Belly Kapowski over here from Saved by the Bell. Hey, 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 hey. Saved by the Belly. Don't, <laughs> don't you ruin Kelly Kapowski for me. <laughs> She's already ruined herself in, in deliciousness for me. But anyway. Tiffany Amber Thyssen. Mm. <laughs> that, that, that was some deliciousness. Now it's just like a hot plate. Y&W Belly. Calm, calm down, Higgy. Um, but I had somebody send this to me. Like, hey, do you remember this was announced? I did, but they said, I don't remember it, but. Let everybody know about it. And I, and I always do that. If y'all have something you want me to talk about on the show, send it to me. I'm always good about doing that. Uh, it was announced earlier in the, in, the, uh, in the year that the Maui Invitational, uh, the 2022 field for the 39th annual tournament includes Arkansas, Arizona, Cincinnati, Creighton, Ohio State, San Diego State, Texas Tech, and Louisville. It will be November the 21st through the 23rd next year at the historic Lahani Civic Center on the island of Maui. So that – I think everybody's uh, Thanksgiving plans next year opened up. And I, and I feel like we talked about that before on the show. But, again, I, I, I try to remind everybody of things if they want them talked about. We did. Shout out to our guy, Wes. He's not here tonight, but he did join the site as a site contributor. He's going to be helping Sean out with day-to-day content since Higgy won't. We appreciate that. Uh, not We don't appreciate Higgy. Uh, we appreciate Wes for helping Sean out. Uh, the field hockey. Now, I'm going to tell you all a funny story about the field hockey. So, the field hockey Final Four, it's number three, Louisville, versus number two, Michigan, number four, Iowa, versus number one, North Carolina. So, we got chalk in that, right? So, let's head to the stories real quick. This guy got red, mad, and nude online at me for talking about Louisville field hockey. Let me get to the story. Nude? Oh, he he was all nude all over my post. So I post a story which it 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 describes everything going on with Louisville. Um, there's 16 paragraphs of content. In one paragraph, I talk about how North Carolina's been to 12 straight Final Fours in in field hockey. Uh, they are back to back undefeated defending champions. Uh, they've lost one game this year. It was to Louisville. The last game they lost before that was in Louisville in the Final Four uh, three years ago to UConn. And this guy responds to my post. Darn, even though it wasn't darn. You wrote more about UNC than the field. I said, how do you figure? There's 15 paragraphs and only one is about North Carolina. To which Mr. Uh, Bacon, will call him, responds, there should be nothing 
about North Carolina in your post. I said, well, that's where that's where we're playing. We were playing at North Carolina's home field. That's who we would be playing in the title game should we make it. Showing their accomplishments will make our victory more impression. impressive. The common Louisville fan doesn't follow field hockey, so I'm trying to educate people. But to say that 35 words out of a 700-word post is all about North Carolina is not only untrue, but it's a little silly, honestly. To which he responds, good for you. I simply want the school I love to be represented, but instead, you seem to be caught in your feelings for some reason. I said, read the story again and get back to me, buddy. I'm just doing my job, not my feelings. Thanks for reading. And that is how you handle a troll 101. Uh, you don't give them the the uh, satisfaction or the uh, the null. I mean, the uh, the the knowing uh, that they're getting getting to you, like some people here at the table do. So you might have uh, just skimmed through the whole article and just saw North Carolina a couple of times. And I don't know. Like literally, it's impre- North Carolina has been in the Final Four twelve years in a row in field hockey, and they had not lost a game. They've lost one game in three years. And it was to us this season. And we smacked them 3-1 to one here at home. Now, they beat us twice at their place this season, too. 2-1 two to one and I think 3 to nothing. It's going to be a good game if that's what happens. I don't want to discount. Uh, actually, I hope Iowa knocks them off and, and we slap Michigan around and it's an easier game for us. But nevertheless, uh, shout out to all the girls, uh, all the women playing in the field hockey Final Four this Friday. Uh, the times, the channels, everything's in the story on the website. Check it out. Um, we already went over what the basketball program assistant, uh, the assistant coach search sounded like. Haven't heard a whole bunch. Only thing that I've heard is it, we're, we're going to some mailbag questions that I got this week. Uh, the first one was, "What does the assistant coach search sound like?" We already told you earlier in the, uh, earlier in the show that we're hearing that it's going to be a guy with international ties and, and G League ties. Uh, we don't have a specific name for you. All I know is the person that told me about it uh, was pretty certain that this was the guy that was going to be hired. Uh, the next question I got was, does Sam Williamson start next season? So Sam, so Sam, regular Sam Baisden, uh I'm going to go with yes. Sam, do you think he starts? He better. Dalton? Damn right. Higgy? Hell Yeah. Uh, uh, that's how you sound. Uh, I'm sorry. Sound better tonight. Thank you very much. You do. You do. You do. Are, are we all aboard the JJ Trainer train? I'm gonna say yes. This dude's physical transformation is unreal. Dalton, do you, are you aboard the JJ Trainer train? Uh, yeah, I'm squarely on board. My ticket is punched. Sam? Nah, not yet. Oh, Joey. 100. percent Good. Good comeback. Uh, good cover. Uh, Higgy's over here. He wants to ride the trainer. Uh, <laughs> get it. I need to. Get the, what? What? I need what? to get in the trainer. What? Uh, when do we see the next football commence? Well, from what I was just told, here in a few weeks. Uh, the football season, this football season might be the first time since Charlie Strong that the defense is better than the offense. Do you agree? Um I don't know because that 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 was a very special defense that we had Charlie Strong season. We had a good offense, but we had a better defense. I don't really know what to expect out of our offense this year. Has has Malik has he improved this summer or this spring? Uh, 
are, we know that the balls will be spread around more because he doesn't just have one target this year. He's going to be throwing to four or five different guys, which may open his game up a little bit. So he may end up being the uh, the face of the team. We just don't know. So I, I'm going to say I'm impartial on this. I have to see what the product is going to be on the field first. Sam, what about you? So is the defense better than the offense? Um, this person says defense is better than the offense. Do you agree? I think I I think we have the potential. Yes, screw it. Yes. Screw yes. it. Yes. Something that Sean, who normally sits where you're sitting, has never said. Dalton? Not even a consideration. Of course there will be. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going the other way with that Joey? One. No. No? Okay. You just said no because our right. offense will score more points than our defense will give up. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> if that not, means they're, that means they're better. That means they're H- better, H2O. right? H2O. Yes, sir. That means they're better. There's levels to it. I say the defense is better. You think the defense Breaking is it all the way down to – I just don't think we've seen more. enough from this upcoming year's offense. To, I think I'm inconclusive on that point. And lastly, but not least – well, it should be least. Uh, I got a question. Somebody sent me a tweet that they were wondering about uh, that this person – says that this year's receiving group is better than Tutu and Dez being last year's. So the guys that are going to be on the field this upcoming season is better than the two NFL guys that just got drafted Cut this past out. weekend. Two of the top top 15 wide receivers of in all time. History. Shout out again to all of our fine sponsors. I'm just skipping <laughs> right over that question. Yeah, As that, a whole. That, that doesn't even need Hig- any no, type no, of No, no, we're going to let Higgy answer because we don't let Higgy talk a lot. So we're going to let Higgy book, answer this question. Light this question up, Higgy. Higgy, what is, the question comes from your twin. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this person is definitely not my twin. Uh, he, <laughs> no, you're right. He's got facial hair, and you don't. Anyway, but they they said this year's receiving group coming up. This year coming up is better than this. Doesn't two two and them. What I was gonna say, you'd have to edit the show for tonight because if you make me edit this show, I'm gonna slap one of your titties off. I was just gonna say that is utterly ridiculous because that may have been the most ridiculous utterly. Top five. You said slap a titty off, and then he said utterly. I say I'm gonna slap a titty off. Is that is this? No, no, no. Is this one of the top five most ridiculous things y'all have ever seen on Twitter? Yes. Um, and it's not five. It's probably in the top two. The thing about it is, it would be different if it was a single thing. It was a whole tweet of. Ridiculous can, can, things. Can you give me a ranking, <laughs> a, a personal ranking on how ridiculous this I mean, tweet is? Probably number two. Okay, all right. And the number one what was if they out, saying what, that our offense was going to be better without Lamar Jackson. That was number one. <laughs> what if, what if uh, our receivers end up making this person right this year? No, no. I, I yeah, th- well, I mean, well, if, see, if, they, if they turn into NFL draft picks and set records at Louisville, by all means, yes. let's be wrong. But it well, ain't happening. I, I think production-wise that there is a great ch- – I'm not saying that they're going to be better, but in any situation, throwing the ball to five guys who get 800 yards each is going to be better than That's throwing to two guys say. that get 1,000 yards each. Like, he literally only threw to two guys the whole season. Well, we, we, we talked about that every week. Like quit yeah, just throwing the ball. Well, you got to think two-two. we threw the ball once, once a set of downs. Well, yeah, <laughs> first and ten, second and nine, third and eight. And but we, we were specifically told third and that Malik was told, <laughs> hey, 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 to throw what? Okay. I'm not giving away those. Okay, you I thought you know he was me better than that. The guy who gave it to us is gonna no, sit. No, no, hey, no, I, I what are you doing there, pal? 
I thought he was about to say something different, but go ahead. No, no, no. We were literally told that the offense last year was Malik, throw it to Tutu. And if he's, if he's like nine, do whatever you can to throw it to Tutu. And then if he's not open, you can throw it to somebody else. Like we were told by, told that by somebody who, who was with the football program last year. Uh, he's not this year. Uh, maybe because he was telling people that. I don't know. But, uh, but no, so he's going to have more choices. He's going to throw the ball. He should be able to spread it out better. And we may have – that one may end up being correct in a different way. Might be a more honest offensive approach, more balanced, but yes, better. Yes, But it, it may- could be better because if you spread the ball out, everybody who's ever played football or watched it, even on the Nintendo or PlayStation like Higgy over here, you know that if you spread the ball out, you're going to score 50 points a game. If you try to throw it to one person – you're going to score about 35 points. If and the offensive style of play remains the same, there is no getting better than because the, you can't. You're not going to be able to throw it that much when you run the ball 65 percent of the time. You see, you see what I'm saying? Right. You might be a little bit more successful, but let's be honest. You had Tutu Atwell, who was a home run threat every time he touched the ball. Then you had one of the most reliable receivers in global history, in Desmond Patrick. Maybe a more balanced approach is, is a better way to tweet it, but when you say they're going to flat out be better, I, I can't even rationale with that. There is no talking that down. It's flat out wrong. Well, they're going to have more chances to score because the defense is going to get them the ball back more often than they did last I year. I hope so. But then you also have to think the offensive lines could be a little better too, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Here's Tutu. I went over Dez's qualifications earlier. Uh, Tutu, his 70 catches in 2019th were – Eighth all-time for a single season. His 1,276 yards in a single season in 2019, first all-time. Most receiving yards in a single season all-time. His 2,307 career yards finished eighth of all-time. He also had 21 touchdowns, as Dez did, fifth tied for fifth all-time. Uh, yards per catch, minimum 50 catches, 18.2 per catch in 2019. He had seven 100-yard receiving games, which tied him for first all-time. Ten overall tied him for fourth all-time. And he had four consecutive 100-yard receiving games, which tied him for third all-time. So there's no doubt. And that was all in pretty much two seasons, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, let's let's be – like, you, you want to spread it out and balance it out. We're just going to – we're going to completely <laughs> ignore that can last I, can question. I, can I, can I, I like I, when they spread I it out. Touch on it. It's Joey. almost like – what. We're trying to say, okay, the grass is going to be a little greener when you have a little bit more balance. I think this argument can completely be drawn back to the same ideological way of thinking of the offense is going to be better without <laughs> Lamar Jackson because we're going to have a, a guy who can throw it better instead of having one guy do everything that we need. Now we're saying the offense is going to be better because we're going to have five receivers that can match the production of two of the best in school history. It, it, it's a it, it's a point. Well, I don't know about matching because I mean four guys averaging seven hundred yards is not as good as two two averaging a thousand a year, and and Des you're, getting you're right, his eight hundred. You, you get the gist of what, what yeah, I'm yeah, trying to. No, come absolutely. And that's the thing is we're trying to. Say, Absolutely. Oh, because there's more balance, it's going to be better. Sometimes balance is not equivocal to production on the field. You lose Lamar Jackson. What our offense do? We're the one of the we're the, we're the worst 
season in Louisville history. I'm not saying not that's the gonna worst. We ha- actually our freshman year we had okay. The worst well, season. one of the two worst. Louisville we went history. two and team. You were you were it was say with a chance, Jeremy. We we went one and ten. Our offense was absolutely abysmal. Only time in my athletic history that I've ever had a losing record. And the it was imbalance the with receivers could lead to more unpredictability. Because you you know, none of these guys are proven. That's just yeah. it. Look, Jordan Watkins is going to be a stud. I think yeah, I, I agree. Smith, but Justin Marshall, Corey Reed, are studs. And I, I, and here's the thing, though. I Sam. love Jordan Watkins in the start. Here, here's the thing, though, Sam. We can agree that those guys show promises. But they also didn't have uh, the luxury of having Tutu Atwell getting all of the defense's top attention, yeah, along with Desmond's Patrick. Brayton Smith got a lot of linebackers in coverage last in season. Slot, yes. Yeah. Now he may get that same way, but I'm telling you, those safeties are not going to lag off of him when you have two when you don't have Tutu running straight down the field. Because I promise you, they're going to have two guys chasing Tutu. So, yes. There might be a little bit more balance, but you're also going to have to have a lot of guys come out of the woodwork and really, really start to prove themselves. And I okay. think when when they're not getting the ball thrown to them, it's kind of hard to prove when, themselves. When they're Absolutely, not, when they're not on the field. Right, right. So that, that's also let's that, keep that in mind. That, that's also the thing you have to consider, though, on both ends. I only go to one end. And this has been another. <laughs> this <laughs> is recruit Selah Brown. No, there's uh, one guy we need to watch out for. The last thing I'm gonna touch on it. Remember the <laughs> remember uh, Amari Huggins Bruce? Oh my gosh, need to he's watch gonna be a stud as well. I'm telling you, he not necessarily. You want to touch on Amari like, Huggins Bruce? I, is that why you were that's laughing? What it sounded like? That's that's okay. What I heard. Yeah, uh, one more thing to touch no, on. No, no judging. No, no, no. He, Shut up, he's Sean. He's going to be R T Y Hilton. Okay, that's his oh, like wow. his lockdown prediction. Yeah. Hold on, we hold have on. it here on he's record. Be R T Y Hilton, and I say something about Najee Harris being. Uh, the bus 2.0. Well, one's an NFL Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, and one we're talking about in college. So, Apple's national champion. National champion. Champion. Jerome Bettis? No. No, Najee Harris. Oh, I thought you meant, like, T.Y. Hilton was national champion. I don't know what T.Y. Hilton played. So FIU. You should know. He only gave us a four touchdowns. Well, like I mean, four touchdowns, three hundred yards. That doesn't mean that I know where he plays. Scott Satterfield was was his coach at FIU the when he torches wide receiver coach. He How was. the heck you have anyway? Let's go on to the next thing because then I'll get on Scott Satterfield. Well, no, we we're gonna skip that. <laughs> we're gonna act like so that last wants, question. He wants to touch on Leave it alone, Joe. Mario Huggins Bruce, and he wants to get on Scott Satterfield. <laughs> we are gonna wow. listen. We are gonna we're gonna skip over this last question because it's a little crazy. Crazy, no, the one that that we we talked about for two seconds. Oh yeah, that's, it's a that's, little crazy. That that's it's just downright down bad. <laughs> like it is down astronomically bad. Shout out again to all of our fine sponsors. We appreciate y'all tuning in this week, though. Uh, shout out again to all of our fine sponsors: Shack in the Back Barbecue, oh, Four Pegs Beer Lounge, Derby City Lawn and Landscaping, uh, Higgy's. Uh, Higgy's DoorDash checklist. I think we're going to have them start sponsoring us. If Dal- if Dalton's uh, family would ever hit us back, they'd be sponsoring our show. But apparently, nobody in his family likes calling me or texting me back. So, uh, I call and text him back. That's one. You do. You do. Yeah. But your uncle and, and your aunt. Anyway. So, shout out to the, the, the Pence family that texts me back. If you'd like to sponsor the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast, give us a call. 502 694 
0375 or hit us up on social media uh individually i'm jeremy underscore csc he's not paying attention i'm gonna show you something in a minute uh baseboy124 i already know what that is pause okay he's at pause (laughs) (laughs) defense (laughs) underscore play (laughs) joey at joe woman 526 i said it 17 times earlier when you were trying to talk over me jeremy underscore csc and I am the Higgy. He is the Higgy. Uh, the Twitter for the website is at Card Sport Zone. Uh, you could also reach us on fa- uh, on Instagram at the same. I know mine's the same as my Twitter. Uh, the website is the same as its Twitter. Or you can go on Facebook, uh, make a Facebook official, hit that like button, Cardinal Sports Zone, three separate words. Follow the site. Uh, you'll get all the stories first. We appreciate you all. As far as the podcast, you can find us on all the the podcast uh, outlets, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google, Amazon, iHeart. Again, we're on all the podcast avenues. It's over 100 you can find us on. Uh, hit subscribe. Hit that subscribe button so I'm not in your DMs asking you, hey, you listen to the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast this week? Because I will do that from time to time. If you haven't listened to all the prior episodes of the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast, go back and check them all out. Hit the drop-down menu. Hit CSZ Podcast. They're all there. Uh, check out all of our exclusives on cardinalsportszone.com, the place it all began. Uh, shout out to everybody who's out there sharing the podcast. We appreciate you all. If you have any ideas or suggestions for guests or show themes, we'll do a lot of theme shows this summer. Uh, shoot me a DM. Shoot any of us a DM. Um, again, we're going every two weeks until football starts. We may have some guest hosts during the off season. If you're interested in being a guest host, shoot me a DM. Uh, Sam, do you have any last words? You got to take Sean's normal last words too, just in spirit since he's not here. Okay. Well, my, my last words got something to do with wear a mask. Okay. Okay. Um, first off, I know you said earlier, but I want to send out my condolences and my prayers for Sean and his family, as well as uh, Emily um, Cuffer. She lost her mom suddenly. Also uh, a, a really good friend of the website. As well uh, this week. Um, and I found out Sunday that my brother-in-law had to be rushed to the ICU due to COVID. Um, so I, I said it a, a month ago. Uh, we're almost at the finish line. And... and People tend to let up when they see the finish line inside. I implore you guys not to let up, um, and I implore you to run through the finish line. Not just don't run to it. Run through it. So um, just just wear your mask for a little bit longer. Um, if you want, if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine. It's your preference. Um, but until this is done, and until we could suffocate this virus, um, just wear your mask to, to keep not just you safe, but everyone else around you. I thought it was ridiculous uh, watching the Super Spreader Derby. I mean, the Kentucky Derby on Saturday. How yeah. many people were not wearing? Now, I do not know how many of those people that weren't wearing masks were vaccinated. So that's it easy. Well, that and that was the regulations now. If they're if yeah. you're an outside gathering under a thousand people, there was fifty two thousand people at the Derby. Well, I don't know how they break it out. Like if they say you're in this confined area, then. No. But either way. I mean, even the weather host and the TV host and everything weren't you, wearing masks. You even had some of the government officials at, at some point in time. Bashir wasn't wearing the mask when he was up around the podium handing no. the trophy off. Well, he took it off to speak. He well, no, a, then he, he like 
He when put he it was, back on after he got back in with the lady. Whoever right, but with. like he said, hey, congratulations, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Look, turned around and was like. Yeah. Yeah. People don't like Bashir here in Kentucky because he was trying to protect us and they wanted to do what they wanted their freedom. And uh, it, sometimes you have to be protected from yourself. Yeah. And that's what he was trying to get us all to do. Oh, yeah, I'm not hating on him. I don't have Same any like, problem with him. I know some of the y'all that listen to the show are going to – I've seen y'all's tweets. I know you're going to fire back. I know it was inconvenient to be – uh, stuck in the house for three. I, I imagine being cautious and in your house for a year, like I had been, to try to protect my mom and dad. Um, it's not been fun, but I've been doing what I can do to protect all my friends and family. Uh, speaking also, real quick, there has been a lot of loss lately and a, bo- a lot of bad things. It costs exactly zero cents to be a kind human being and, and to be a good person. Let's continue to to push that narrative. Uh, my mom lost her best friend of. 60 years however long it was has been last week as well uh rest in peace out to miss joanna uh our thoughts and prayers are with your family as well it's just it, you don't have to be a douche on twitter all the time there there there's a couple of sandy uh, there's a couple of people out there that just act like douche baskets all the time you don't have to be that way just be nice and jesus jesus will pay you for it later you don't have to you know you don't have to be a douche uh, speaking of that, Higgy, what about your last words? I'm just going to say my condolences out to Sean and the Barber family once again. But we'll see what happens the next few weeks and stuff. And we'll see when, Sean, I hope <laughs> you can really get through this. Man, I'm praying for you left and right. Joey? <laughs> no, I agree with him. Uh, prayers out you, to Sean. D- to be everybody. fair, Joey was not laughing at the situation Sean's no, in. No, absolutely He was laughing not. because he got a little bit of lost. Higgy got a no, no, no. No, he didn't get. You didn't get a loss. Higgy got a little bit of emotional. It jumped and he, up a little bit. No, he it did. Just, it, it threw is, my it threw my train of thought off. I had something. Look, in any my of head. you all that know us know that we laugh at everything at every not not death but everything else. Like we're we're always looking for a joke. Yeah. Higgy just had a little word vomit going on there at the end because he he got emotional, <laughs> and that's what right, he does. Bro. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right, but I much, can't help much love. I can't help oh, being oh, me, bro. Look to your right. Higgy, hey, look to your right. He can't, can't see help. me because of his chin. <laughs> can't see you over this can. I hate you. But anyway, but uh, no, prayers out to everybody. Uh, I'm not going to go through the list of right, names right, again. Right. Uh, but you know, don't forget. You know, help control the pet population and have your pet spayed or neutered. <laughs> Maryland sucks, and so do the San Diego Chargers. Good thing they're in Los Angeles now. I don't pal. care. I was about to say, wait a second, bro. Run effing boy. There always be the San Diego Chargers to me. True. Oakland Raiders, see him here. Hey, you didn't have I don't have any words. Oh, I don't. asked you, <laughs> and you said something like, Carolina. No, I did ask him. He said something, so I did skipped Did I hear that? <laughs> Go back and listen to the show. Okay. Don, did you have any last words, buddy? Uh, no, 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 I don't. <laughs> Apparently no, not. All right, until next time. Until next time, Court Dennison is the man. Recruit Selah Brown and Jayla White. And this has been the Cardinal Sports Zone Podcast. Yeah, I said it. We didn't even talk about Jack Harlow. Oh my Whack God. Harlow. No, not Sean. No, I mean the actual Jack Harlow. Oh. Well, we're going to get something to drink real quick. This has been the podcast. No, really, I'm I'm out. I need a refill. Thirsty, ho. Thirsty, thirsty.